0: In this episode of the Audacity Channel Podcast, let's talk about the advantage of editing in multi-track as opposed to single-track. Let's go. Hey friends, Mike Adams here with the Audacity Channel Podcast. I always edit in multi-track. Back in the olden days, when I first started recording podcasts, I had everything in one track. There were two of us doing the podcast, and we would sit around the microphone and talk into it, and then I had the dubious honor of editing that track, and it was weird. It was hard. It was hard because all of the anomalies that were in the audio, all these weird artifacts kept popping up because two of us were recording in the same microphone. Not that that can't be done, and not that you should avoid doing that. But when I discovered multi-track capabilities in my podcast, everything changed. Now, back in the 1990s, I used to do some music, and so multi-track wasn't something that was really new to me. But as my podcasting equipment evolved, I got a hold of the Zoom H6 recorder, and I was able to record six different tracks at one time. And that made a difference. And I remember at least two podcast episodes where I did have six different people speaking. So those couple episodes of the podcast were not only multi-track, but there were six tracks, six individual tracks of speakers involved, in addition to a music track and the intro-outro tracks. So that was quite a project. It took me a while. But it's things like that that got me hooked on multi-track editing when doing a podcast. My wife and I did a podcast together for several years, and it was always multi-track. And the advantages of that are numerous. Number one, if one of us made some kind of a weird noise while the other one was speaking, then I could edit out that weird noise in that track without interrupting what was being said in the other track. In my opinion, multi-track podcasts are much better in quality than a single track podcast could ever be. So my goal was always to get to that multi-track capability within my podcasts. And when I bought the Zoom H6 recorder, that became a reality. So now everything that I record is in multi-track. This is another reason why I don't record directly into my computer, but I record into my Zoom H6 recorder, and each microphone input has its own track. And then when I import those tracks into Audacity, they're synced there, and I do all of my post-production content editing in Audacity on the already recorded tracks. And the audio quality is better. And quite honestly, even though it can take a little bit more time in editing, it's worth it to me because I have a lot more control over what I'm editing in the tracks. So a typical podcast that I do always has multi-tracks. This podcast has multi-tracks. Even though I'm the only one speaking in it, you know, I have that funky bass guitar near the beginning and then I have it again as an outro. I usually have a little intro blurb of myself before the funky bass guitar and then I have the funky bass guitar, and then we have the main body of the podcast, and then at the outro, another funky little bass guitar thing. That's how my podcast looks today, or how this podcast looks today. But I still do it on a multi-track. I want that little funky bass guitar in its own track, because I've done some stuff to it. I've tweaked it a little bit. I've given it a little bit more tonal quality the way that I want it. And the effects that I put on that track are different than the effects that I put on the voice tracks. So I use multi-track editing even when I'm doing a podcast by myself. And then another advantage of that is that when I use multi-track editing, I can turn on sync lock tracks within Audacity, and it keeps everything synced together. So that while I'm editing, and I'm removing a piece of one track, or I'm deleting part of a track, it's moving the other music track up with it, and it's keeping it in sync so that that end music piece is always at the end regardless of how much editing or how much deletion I'm doing in my own voice track. So I always use multi-track. I always use multi-track and I always use sync lock tracks when I'm editing in multi-track mode. I have another podcast that's active that I'm doing as well. And in that track, I have not only a music track, but I have someone doing a separate intro of the track for me. I have someone announcing the name of the show at the beginning, and I have someone doing an outro track for me. In addition to that, I have music at both the intro and the outro. So I'm using sync lock tracks all over that thing. And in order to keep groups of tracks together that I want kept together, but maybe separate from the other tracks, I insert a label track. And that label track acts as a way to group groups of sync lock tracks, if that makes sense. So I guess the bottom line is I am spoiled with multi-track editing. And I always use multi-track editing. Now, admittedly, it can be a little challenging and a little hard to record in Audacity and multi-track, depending on the kind of interface that you're using, I suppose. This is why, again, I use my Zoom H6 recorder when I'm recording. It's what I'm recording into right now. But there's other options out there. If you're looking for a Zoom recorder to record and you're not sure about the Zoom H6, I've heard really good things about the Zoom PodTrack P4. The Zoom Podtrack P4 is a podcast recorder. It's designed with podcasters in mind. Now, I don't have that. I don't own it, but it looks really good. I guess one drawback to it, or maybe it's not a drawback, but it only records, my understanding is anyway, it only records in 16 bit depth. In other words, you can't do 24 bit depth on it. You can't do 32 bit float, which, you know, why would you do 32 bit float anyway, I guess, unless you're going to be screaming and things are going to get really loud. But I do like my ability to record in 24-bit, bit depth. I think it adds some quality to the audio. But at the same time, I really like Zoom products. I'm not associated with Zoom in any way. I just like good products when I see them, and I don't hesitate to recommend them. And I'm assuming that this Zoom P4, or this Zoom PodTrack P4, will be one of those. Again, I've heard good things about it. Not only does it give you the ability to record four tracks simultaneously, but it also has four headphone outputs. So all four people speaking, or three people, or two people, whatever you've got going, can all listen to the audio that's being recorded through their own set of headphones. Now, in the Zoom H6, I've only got one headphone jack, but I do have an externally powered bridge that gives me the ability to have four separate headphones. But again, it's an external piece of hardware, external to the Zoom H6. So if that Zoom PodTrack P4 is something that interests you, You can get into it for around $150 US, and I know it's going to be good quality. So I'll have a link to that in the description below, but please be advised that that is an affiliate link. That means that if you buy it using that link, I'll get a few pennies out of the deal. It doesn't affect the price to you at all. It just gives me a very, very small slice of the pie, I guess you could say. And while we're talking about Zoom, the Zoom H8 recorder is actually a 12-track recorder. And, you know, it's for the serious podcaster who wants to do multi-track podcasting, I guess. I don't know that I even have 12 friends. But if I did and they all wanted to podcast with me, I could get that Zoom H8 12-track recorder. It's a little bit pricey, though. It's going to set you back somewhere in the neighborhood of $350 to $400 U.S. for the serious multi-track podcaster. And again, I'm not associated with Zoom. I've never met anybody there. I've never talked with anybody there but I just enjoy their products. So the advantages of multi-track recording are many. Audio cleanup is easier to do. It may take longer, but it's easier to do. You can get better audio out of what you're doing. Each track can have its own effects on it, separate from the other tracks, because let's face it, if you put an effect on one track, it might sound good for one person speaking, but when the next person starts to speak, it can sound pretty bad. And if you've got music and voice on the same track, then you're up against even more of an obstacle. So I would encourage you, if you can, anytime you can, to use multi-track recording because it's going to sound better, the audio is going to be a little bit better, and the more you edit multi-track recordings, the better you're going to be at it. And it'll give you a chance to use sync-lock tracks in Audacity if you've never used that. So I'm going to let you go and just remind you that I teach Audacity at the Audacity Bootcamp. You can get there at audacitybootcamp.com. You'll also find me online, and I'll have those links below for you as always. And thank you for joining me in this episode, and until next time, you all take care.